Hi, this is Tony, Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Dion Tienis, the Head of Intermediary Support at Sunlum Individual Life. Dion, thank you very much. It's been a while, but um, thank you. And yeah, all the best for 2023. Great, Tony. Thank you so much to you as well. Um, fantastic to be with you again. And yeah, a big thank you for the opportunity uh, to engage as well again today. Perfect. Um, we're talking about individual life, which is right up your, your alley. And um, so I think to maybe just set the scene a little bit to to ask you, you know, how does this escalation in the frequency and severity and the widespread impact of uh, adverse global events impact, you know, your longer term planning for um, risk cover? Yeah, Tony, it's thank, thank you for the question. It's a it's a very broad question. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I think, you know, in, in short, um, the answer is that these events um, could have, and I'm sure as we've seen in the past, they have significant impact on um, on long-term financial planning. I think we've already um, seen some of the scenarios play out uh, post the whole COVID pandemic, for example. Um, and, and I think what we've seen in the past is, you know, markets have been disrupted. Um, there's a slow return to the, to, to the normal um, as, as we know it. Um, that causes economic challenges and it leads to cash flow and problems. It leads to, and as we see it now, job losses. I mean, you know, three years on since since the pandemic um, has started. And as we know, so there's many um, that have not even recovered um, from, from, from the pandemic. So for a fact, I mean, these global events, um, these adverse events, um, they also bring along, you know, these unwanted increases. I mean, we see the increases in short term. We see the increases in in life insurance premiums, for example. So massive impact as a result of um, as a result of what has happened. So, you know, it definitely has an impact on on longer term financial planning, um, especially from a cash flow perspective. I mean, we can see some of the constraints coming through for for customers nowadays and for clients nowadays. Um, I mean, they they they're cancelling the existing cover. Um, because they can't afford it mm. anymore, they're lapsing, they're lapsing the, the the existing cover. I mean, as a result of that, also, you know, the the appetite for new cover um, is is also not there um, because the 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 cash flow um, means is is not available to be able to execute um, on 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 those plans. So so, so tough, absolutely tough, um, tough times. Obviously, that now comes back to the industry because we have, if we say that we are their financial advisors, we obviously are in a position where we have to recognize these things, as you've now mentioned them. Um, But how should we respond? How should we um, sort of counter some of those knee-jerk reactions that we are seeing? Yeah, I think that's also tough, you know, because if there's no cash flow, there's no cash flow. I think, you know, and and, and that's sometimes the realities that um, that, that we deal with. But I think I think as as a start, Tony, you know, let's let's look at, and and we said it in the past, you know, let's talk about holistic financial planning. But I think now even more so, you know, let's let the starting point be holistic, um, forward thinking um, approach, forward looking approach uh, to financial planning. And maybe the the, the better term would be um, financial um, scenario planning, and not just financial planning because it's looking at different scenarios. I mean. You know, never in our financial planning discussions before have we ever, I think, spoken about the possibility of a pandemic um, and, and so forth. But the great thing is, I mean, we now have the benefit of hindsight. 
I mean, as a result of, of, of COVID, I mean, we realize now, you know, what we could have or would have or should have um, been our approach uh, when we engage clients from a financial planning perspective um, in, in, in the past. So I think now it's all about widening our approach um, when, we, when we're looking at, at potential risks and, and, and the, the possible things that could disrupt our client's financial position. And I think going forward as well, it, you know, it's about building resilience into the financial plan. I think that's crucial. I think the resilient part is important and, and elements in this in this resilient plan, as I said, holistic approach to financial planning, addressing various scenarios. The key thing is, you know, reviewing and updating these plans on a regular basis. We talk about it so often, I think, within the industry, but do we really do, you know, what we say we're going to do if we're going to review on a regular basis because times change, clients' needs change, um, and, and I think that review is crucial. I think the other element as well is, you know, it's about prioritizing the financial planning needs. I mean, we can engage a client and there's a whole host of needs that needs to be covered, but affordability just makes it impossible. But I think what's what's really crucial is having that implementation plan to say that, yes, I understand what all the needs are. I know what I need to be able to to cover these needs or to satisfy these needs. I cannot afford it now, but here's the plan that we're going to put together um, to, to make sure that we execute um, on, on that plan. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and let it be a cognitive thing um, that, that we work on that. I think the other key thing, and I think COVID has taught all of us this, is this um, create an emergency fund. Um, yeah. and, and I think if one looks at the industry, I think the the going rate. I think it's four um, four months income or six months income. But I think COVID has put a completely new spin on this thing, and one has really got to rethink. You know, what does that emergency fund look like now going forward? Um, because if we look at what has happened, I mean, it is much longer than your four months or much longer than than, than your six months. The mm. other crucial thing I think as well, Tony, is um, you know staying staying disciplined from a budgeting perspective. And from a um, savings perspective, um, I think the important thing as well is including your communication, you know, um, in, in your plan. How am I going to communicate with my client? Um, and, and, and what are mm. the things I'm going to cover? If this event happens, this is what I'm going to do. I think that's also important. So in a nutshell, Tony, um, you know, the world we're living is becoming increasingly uncertain. Mm. Um, and our financial planning approach and um, we should adapt and evolve to 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 account for the changing mm. needs and our clients mm. um, changing needs as well. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you because I mean, on, on the one hand, uh, um, we have to plan long term, but on the other hand, we also have to understand that that long term plan needs to be checked and balanced and adapted as we go because of as you say things are so uh, um changing so fast yeah absolutely this this brings us to now sort of where we actually put it again back on our shoulders as an industry um what are we doing in terms of our products are we keeping up to date with this we um you know we can't look at a product just as the guy buys it and it pays out 40 years later when he dies you know yeah Things yeah. change now fast. How do we, are our products coping with that? Yeah, so so that's also an interesting question. And, and I think, yeah, I think the answer is yes um, and no. 
Um, and, and if I look at the, the yes answer, then, then I would like to say, you know, it's not so much about the products provided by the industry. I think it's more about trying to understand the, the problem that we are trying to solve or the need that we are trying to satisfy based on particular scenarios that, that, that we've looked at. Because I think the my sense is that, you know, there's a broad spectrum of, of need satisfying solutions out there, but I think it's better and, and important that we understand the needs that we are trying to, um, to satisfy and then plug the solution into that need. If I go the other route and I say, okay, I don't, we, we, we're not there as yet, then I think one also has to understand that our clients today, they, they are financially stretched. Um, yeah. And I think we need to find ways to provide our clients with with real financial incentives, mm -hmm. especially for products like Risk Cover. You know, where where the where the event itself, where you need an event for a claim to be paid out. Um, and often, I mean, this is a grudge purchase, um, for example. So if you can build little um, financial incentives into that. Um, and if we look at what Sunlam has done from a wealth bonus perspective, from a wealth bonus booster perspective, from a cashback perspective, um, you know, build in those little incentives for um, for your clients. Mm -hmm. So, so Tony, you know, there's always room for innovation. Um, I think mm -hmm. the challenge with a product, a, a product is backward looking um, because we mm -hmm. saw in the past someone died and how we created this product um, to make sure that we can satisfy that need if a person dies. And I think COVID has taught us a lot and I'm sure there'll be lots of innovation coming out as a result of that to satisfy the needs that clients struggled with, I think, during the past um, two to three years. Mm, absolutely. So then just in conclusion, your sort of few words to financial advisors, what should they be doing to make sure that they um, can actually, first of all, take advantage of this environment. And I'm not saying take advantage in a negative way. Yeah. I'm saying take advantage to strengthen client relationships, to make it better for clients, etc. What are the immediate steps that they should be taking? Yeah, so I think, you know, if, if you're engaging with clients, Tony, um, you know, let's let's start at the beginning. Let's look at the budget. Let's list the, uh, it's all about listing those um, those expenses and prioritizing those expenses. Um, it's about understanding the potential long-term consequences of reducing or canceling certain expenses. Um, and, you know, you want clients to have to make informed decisions, understanding the difference between um, a DSTV premium and, and a life insurance premium. I mean, you can always, you can always um, bring in a DSTV premium a year later, two years later, three years later. There's no issues. On the life insurance side, it's very difficult. You took out this policy mm. 10 years ago. It's much cheaper. If you cancel it now and you want to bring it again back three years down the line, you're three years older, your health might have deteriorated, it might be loaded or might be declined, um, et cetera. So, so I think that's that's the first part. There's also an opportunity really to showcase the value. You know, people mm. are going through mm. tough times now from a financial planning perspective. That causes stress and that causes health issues. And that's why you have that insurance in place. And that's why you want to keep it in place. I think that's the mm. that's the one part. Um, I think it's important for intermediaries as well to stay ahead of the game, stay ahead of the curve. Um, continuous mm. learning is crucial. Adapt your to the changing needs um, of your clients. Be comfortable with using technology. Embrace technology because I think our clients have learned a lot as far as that is concerned and how to use that over the past few months. And when one finds oneself in you know various global events that impact the longer term financial planning setup, for example, engage the professionals in the field of expertise. We've seen mm -hmm. that with COVID. 
I mean, there were so many views, so many angles. Engage, engage um, the the professionals. Mm. And then on a on a last mm. note, you know, um, advice for financial advisors. I think three pieces of advice: um, engage your client number one, engage your client number two, engage your client number three. You know, yeah. keep yeah. on talking to your client. I mean, when when you're in tough times. It's the perfect time to engage your clients. I mean, now's the time to position yourself with them, to be with them through the journey, to engage them, to make sure that they see, you know, this intermediary of mine is my life partner. She's my life partner, I mean, especially when, when, when things are going tough. And I think the, the reason why I say that, because clients deserve really, really good advice. Clients should not be fear-led or, or ignorance-led. Or bry lead, you know the things that the mm. the bry. I mean, yeah, clients yeah. should be advice lead. Yeah. Um, and and I think our guys have they they are professional. They've seen this movie. They've been there. Uh, they professionally qualified intermediaries with the necessary skill sets. Um, they've seen the impact of the recent pandemic. They've seen mm. also the benefits of the resilient financial plans that they've put in place. So I think mm. the intermediary is crucial um, to mm. to to this whole setup. And I think okay. maybe a concluding thought there. You know, long live. Um, professional financial planning advice. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the beauty of, of this, if we take the, the sort of silver lining of the cloud, is that the client has a compelling reason to see the advisor, which gives the advisor uh, a very good um, door opener to go and see the client. It also gives the advisor the opportunity to understand their client, to get to understand their client better, to understand the behavior better, because he can now talk about these things with the client. So Absolutely. it's a great time to be that professional advisor that you Absolutely. and be holistic in your approach. Yeah, yeah, I That's agree with excited. you 100%. I mean, our clients deserve that. Eh? Our mm. clients deserve that. Um, and I'll, I think and I think the pandemic has helped as well um, to, to open the door to actually engaging your professional um, uh, financial planning intermediaries. Yeah, so I'll somehow dial back 30 years and become an advisor again. Yeah, <laughs> That's the way to do it. Eh? Hindsight, eh, Tony, hindsight. Yeah, the perfect yeah. science. Yeah, thank you so much for that um, conversation. It was, um, it was really good to, um, to chat to you, Dion. Great. Thank you so much, Tony. All the best for the balance of the year.